Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. How many times do you wheel into the grocery store or the mall or Target and you hop out of your car and you race in, barely looking behind you? Maybe you think to click the lock on the minivan. How many times do you do that a week, a month, a year? Guys, I'm about to tell you the stories, the true stories of some young ladies that did exactly what we do every day, but they never made it home. Does the name Kelsey Smith ring a bell? It's a name I'll never forget. Listen to this. Saturday, June 2nd, 2007, Kelsey left her house to go to Target. She was going to buy a gift for her boyfriend for their six-month anniversary. She was talking to her mother on the phone at Target, found what she wanted, uh, went to the checkout stand, and basically, I think, closed out a phone conversation with her mother saying, I'll see you in a little bit. Kelsey was supposed to meet her boyfriend, John, at the house at 7.30. She had spoken to her mom at Target at 7. 7.30 rolls around, Kelsey's not home. She wasn't answering text messages. She wasn't answering phone calls. That was an immediate cause for concern that something's up. The distance from Target to the Smith's house, probably an eight-minute drive. It didn't take them long to realize that something's not right. Her boyfriend waits around for about a half hour. He's calling her, he's texting her, she's not answering. He starts to become really concerned, and that's when he calls Kelsey's dad, Greg. With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. And let me tell you, we are not trying to make you afraid of going to Target or the grocery store or the mall. We're trying to arm you with information to protect you and your children It took me two years to research and write, don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave. 
when I began writing the part of this book about protecting yourself while shopping, the first person that sprang to my mind was Kelsey Smith for so many different reasons. Joining me, Dr. Debbie Jaffe Ellis, psychologist, professor Columbia, Jason Ocean, renowned attorney, joining me out of New York, Richard Truntz, private investigator with Crispin Special Investigations out of Lickerdale, former police officer, Dr. Tim Gallagher, the medical examiner for the entire state of Florida. And you can find him at pathcaremed.com for your forensic needs. Sierra Gillespie, crimeonline.com investigative reporter. But first, I want to go to who I consider a friend. The father of Kelsey. Greg, thank you for being with us. Greg, I'm actually getting chill bumps on my arms and legs right now because I remember when we spoke and all you and your family went through when Kelsey went missing. What do you remember? You know, I have children now, and your little girl, just five years older than my little Lucy. What do you remember of that night when Kelsey went missing? Uh, it was... It's tough to describe. I mean, I didn't want to believe that anything had happened to her, but it was so out of character for her to not come home when she said that she would be there. So the whole evening as it unrolled, she was going to shop, like you said, to get a gift for her boyfriend. And then they were going to go out. She was supposed to be back at the house to meet him and she wasn't there on time. And we couldn't get a hold of her by phone. And again, this is 2007. So cell phones are not quite as ubiquitous as they are now, but uh, still, a lot of people had them. Texting was all the rage back then. Of course, that was back when you got charged for every text that you made. I can tell mm-hmm. you about some cell phone bills. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to get a hold of her was our first cue that something had gone wrong. Um, and then secondly, my parents lived out. I knew where she was at. I knew she'd gone to the Target. My parents lived out that way. They drove by the Target and didn't see her car. Um, but they continued to drive around, and there's a mall right across the street from the Target, and they saw her car there. Um, oh, gosh. Then- okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm just getting that that feeling. She doesn't answer the phone. She always picks the phone up. You know she made it to Target because she was talking to her mom as she was getting the little present for the boyfriend. This is, as I've always said, a little girl scrubbed in sunshine. I mean, precious good grades, sweet, sweet girl shopping at Target. And that feeling when mom and dad keep calling, 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 and she's not home. She's eight minutes away for Pete's sake. The grandparents driving around and they don't see her car at Target. Then find it at a mall, a mall nearby but there was no reason for her to be at the mall. Right, Greg? Uh, not that we knew of. The only She was going to Target. She specifically had called her mother while she was at the Target because the item that she was looking for, uh, my wife knew exactly where it was, and they were having that conversation on the phone to where to go to pick up the gift that she wanted to give for John, which she did purchase. Um, it was found in the car later. When you heard your daughter's car was spotted 
at a nearby mall where she wasn't supposed to be, and she's not in the car, and the target purchase is in the car, what went through your mind? Well, my first thought once I got a phone call, I, the actual call I got was from um, one of my daughters, Lindsay, who was out with John. They were also driving around trying to find Kelsey's car to see if, if they could figure out what had happened. Um, and then they ran into my parents, and then Lindsay called me and said, Hey, Dad, uh, Mimi and Peppy, my parents found the car, and uh, Kelsey's not here, and John wants to open the doors and look around, and I said no. Don't let him get anywhere near the car. I'm on my way. I've called the police. Why did you say don't touch the car? Well, I am a law enforcement officer, and my first thought was that something could be wrong, and I didn't want to. I didn't want any chance of a crime scene that might have trace evidence being disturbed. How did you know that soon and that this could be a crime? Gut feeling? Call it a parent's instinct or a gut feeling. She never, never, ever, ever was late. She was late one time in her life and got grounded and then never did it again. She would always text if she changed locations or call and let us know, hey, I was at so-and-so's house, now we're down here. Um, and it was just something that I required as a police officer of all my kids. I have five. And they, hey, I don't care where you're going, but I need to know where you're at just in case something happens. And to you, um, Richard Trunce, former Fort Lauderdale cop, now private investigator with Crispin Special Investigations, he's so right. Because how much evidence can you lose or inadvertently destroy by touching the car? Well, touching the car, you're going to touch any DNA that's on the vehicle. You may mess with the fingerprints that are going to be on there. You may remove hair. Uh, any evidence that's in that car, anybody touches that, you have a very good chance that they're going to get, they're going to contaminate. So holding that car was one of the best things, you know, the father could have ever done. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy, thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about 
information to arm you to protect yourself and your family. And with me, who I consider not just a colleague, but a longtime friend, the dad of a beautiful young girl, Kelsey. This is Greg Smith. Well, with a law background, he immediately knew what to do. Although how you steeled yourself and told the boyfriend and the other daughter, don't touch the car. Even at a time when you felt your daughter's missing amazes me. Guys, take a listen to our friends at Investigation Discovery. The surveillance video was very revealing. A white male was following Kelsey around the store, up and down several aisles, staying far enough back that she couldn't quite see that he was following her. It was almost like watching a lion circle a wildebeest. I mean, it's something you see in the wild. It was crazy. And then when she goes to the checkout, that's when he leaves the store. We found out later he had left the store before her so he could go to his pickup truck and get his gun. This is not something that happens every day anywhere, but especially not in Overland Park. To have somebody go missing from a store like that, it's chilling. Anyone could have been the target that day. It just happened to be her. Back to Kelsey's dad joining us, Greg Smith, and he is one of the founders of the Kelsey Smith Foundation, which you can find online. I encourage you to do that. Greg, what did the video show there at Target? Well, the internal video inside the store, you can see Kelsey going to the various places that she needed to go to complete her shopping tasks. And her abductor, eventually killer, is always present in the video somewhere. He's not right behind her. It's not very obvious. It's uh, Bob Miller who was one of the lead detectives described it like a uh, some kind of predator circling a wildebeest and that's that's exactly it he was not um, very overt about what he did but it was very obvious following his eyes they were always following Kelsey throughout the store and then of course when she left the store um, the abduction was actually caught on tape to Jason Oceans New York defense attorney joining us Jason Oceans, I have always said NASA could take some clues from Target. How many times has Target video been used at trial and in investigations? It's incredible. And Nancy, the advent of uh, CCTV and, uh, you know, certainly has aided law enforcement, uh, families relative to help uh you know, solve uh, a crime situation. Here. Thousands, and, uh, thousands of crimes. And so, yeah, often, no doubt. you know, the, the thing about Target is, and Greg Smith, you know this better than anybody, is it's incredible surveillance video. So I, I always question why people say, oh, my camera wasn't working. The surveillance wasn't working. We taped over it. It's too grainy because if Target can do it, Anybody can do it, right? If they can pull it off the way Target does. And when you look at that video, Kelsey has no idea. This guy is in every picture, as you said. Say she comes in, then she's at the, the checkout, then she's at this aisle, that aisle. He's always in the picture. I heard you say that, Greg. Yeah, it's it's very apparent when you watch the video, particularly with, you know, secondhand knowledge, 2020 hindsight, 
that yeah he was in there following her around the store and, and did not have good intentions. And she never noticed him. And why should she? When you go shopping, are you constantly looking over your shoulder? Well, I can tell you this much. I have researched, investigated, prosecuted, and covered so many cases that it really kicks in when you're going back to your car. The likelihood that you're going to be attacked in a department store, in a store, is very low. It's when you walk through those doors. Who is this guy? Take a listen to our friends at Investigation Discovery. Releasing that surveillance footage, um, that really helped this case because thousands of tips came pouring in. It led to the two tips that brought police to Edwin Hall. Edwin Hall was the suspect. He was 26 years old. Edwin Hall was sitting at work on a lunch break, and then the news comes on on the television, and one of his coworkers says, isn't that your truck? He looks inside the lunchroom. His truck's literally parked just outside the window. So his co-worker's looking, looking at his, the video on the, on the news, looking outside and confirming with Edwin, is that your truck? And then at that point, Edwin tells his boss, I'm sick, I'm going home. Oddly enough, Edwin all had a MySpace page that described his interests as eating small children and harming animals. He did have a violent history. He had a record. He had threatened his own sister with a knife when he was just 16 years old. Joining me is Kelsey's dad, Greg Smith. Police releasing that surveillance video footage of the man following Kelsey inside a Target with plenty of people around. No one noticed a thing. His name... Edwin Hall. He's at work when a co-worker sees on the news that police are looking for his truck. And he immediately says he feels bad and leaves. Greg Smith, do you remember that being flashed all across the news in the search for your daughter? Oh, absolutely. It was, um, I mean, it was one of the, the thousands and thousands of tips that came in. Um, eventually there were some people that identified him from the video, uh, particularly there was a, uh, a still shot that the law enforcement put out of him exiting the store, um, that, uh, gave some detail and, and there were several people that said, Hey, I know who that guy is as well as his truck was rather distinctive. It was an older model truck. Um, not that many of them out on the road anymore. So it was fairly easy to identify. Um, but it wasn't clear that he was the person that had done anything because the abduction video was not clear enough to identify who the abductor was. Um, so it was, uh, he was always a person of interest until finally some of that evidence that we talked about at the very beginning that was found inside the car, put him in the car. Let me ask you this about that surveillance video in the, the parking lot. And I devote, literally pages and pages, Greg, about safe in parking lots. Um, But how do you think he managed to get it over on Kelsey? She walked out the door. She had a very short walk to her car. In your mind, in law enforcement, how did he do it? How did he take her by surprise? He's done it before. That's pretty obvious from watching the video. Um, we 
got information after the fact again that a lady had been attacked in a shopping district just over the state line in Missouri. We're only 12 miles from Missouri. Same type of thing happened where someone tried to grab her as she was getting in the car, although this person that attacked her didn't attack her while the door was open. Her door was still closed, and she was able to get away from him. Now, they didn't have any video there, and she did report it to police at the time, but there were no pictures of him or anything. But she was, my understanding is she actually called the police after um, Kelsey's killer's picture showed up on television and said, that's the guy. That's the guy that, that did this to me. Um, it was very planned out. He parked a row behind her. Um, video shows him following her into the parking lot. His truck was behind her car. She pulls into a parking space. His truck goes around behind the target building, makes a complete circle, comes back, spots her car, parks a row behind. Kelsey goes in. He goes in behind her. Uh, then he comes back out. Uh, he goes out the indoor Um so it's obvious where he was and to pick him up and he goes out into the into the parking lot. And then the abduction, you actually see it, it's just a blur at first coming across the screen from the left hand side to the right hand side, which is the actual abduction uh, that took place. So it was very it was very practiced. It was very quick. Um, 17 seconds from the time he appears in the video until her car backs out of the parking space. So. Um, he'd been there and, and done that before. This was not this was not his first time. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're gonna learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about information in a book that took two years to research and put together for you. This is for you to arm yourself and the ones you love with information. And joining me is a longtime colleague and man I consider a friend, the father of Kelsey Smith, the founder of the Kelsey Smith Foundation, Greg Smith, along with an all-star panel, Jason Oceans, Dr. Debbie Joffe-Ellis, Richard Trunts with Crispin's Special Investigations, Dr. Tim Gallagher, 
Sierra Gillespie. Guys, I want you to take a listen to our friends at Investigation Discovery. We did a search warrant in his house. He had a shrine for Celtic religion in his basement. There's talk that there was some kind of uh, religious overtones to it, satanic overtones to it, because of the, the murderer's background. He wouldn't confirm it, but when we found Kelsey, the sticks and branches that were over her body were in a particular pattern. It may have looked somewhat like a, a pentagram. It gave the impression that it might have been a sacrifice for that religion. When police go to Edwin Hall's home to question him, he's packing bags with his wife and child. He says they're getting ready to go on vacation. Uh, they bring him in for questioning, and his fingerprints are matched for those on Kelsey Smith's car. Edwin R. Hall, 26, of Olathe, has been arrested for aggravated kidnapping and murder in the first degree. With me is Kelsey's dad. But first, to Dr. Debbie Jaffe Ellis joining us from Columbia. Dr. Debbie, you hear that the perp, the rapist, the murderer, has a wife and child. I know it's hard for a lot of people to understand why would someone that has the opportunity for regular relations with a wife seek out an innocent girl to rape? Well, even if he has some regular relations, clearly his brain is not operating in a healthy way. It's highly likely there's some neurological disorder, certainly psychosis, a need to control, dominate, and act in such obsessive and evil ways. And unfortunately, from the way you describe Kelsey and Greg, my heartfelt condolences to you and your family. Um, Kelsey, sunny, kind, angelic, um, that kind of disposition can give an impression of an easy victim. And to go to, to one of the things you alluded to about your your book, Nancy, the importance of being mindful to prevent such things that would include not sauntering, walking in a very bold, assertive, direct, purposeful way in a place like a parking lot or open space because someone who looks like an easy catch for an evil-minded person, um, if they walk in a more assertive way, May, just May, have May. been looking for an May. easier catch. You know, yeah, I'm May. also curious, Greg Smith, because when you speak of Kelsey, when you describe the investigation, the disappearance, the discovery of Kelsey's body, you sound like law enforcement. How do you, even at the time when you go, don't touch the car, how do you steal yourself and speak so clearly about what happened? Well, it's uh, it's training, Nancy. I mean, I've, I've been in law enforcement now for 23 years. Um, and, I mean, not to say that this hasn't had a huge emotional impact on me. It has. Um and uh, you know, I had my I had my round with PTSD uh, because of this and, and some other things that happened in law enforcement. And it was interesting in conversations that I had with my doctor that um, he would often tell me when we were discussing Kelsey, stop telling me this like you're a cop. I want to hear what her dad has to say. Um, it's a it's a coping mechanism. Uh, I talked about it a lot while she was missing. Um, 
I could analyze the case as a cop and I could keep it together. Um, but when I switched over to dad, it was, it was a lot harder. Um, so it was, it was, it was a way for me to function and think that I was doing something and feel that I was doing something to help find Kelsey if I could stay in that in that law enforcement mode and, and stay in that mindset. I hear what you're saying. It's easier to just kind of cut that off and deal with it. I guess professionally is the only way I can say it. But when you say you had PTSD, how did Kelsey's murder end up affecting you and your family? Well, that was another conscious decision that we made um, I mean, shortly after her body was recovered and we were starting the process of all the court hearings and everything that is entailed in a capital murder case. Um, we sat down as a family, my wife, Missy, and I with our kids, and we said, okay, he gets no more. And uh, just to be clear, he is Kelsey's killer. And also to be clear, I never mentioned his name. Um, my goal has always been that, to make sure that Kelsey's story is promoted and not his. So I, I don't ever mention his name. That's just, just something that I do. But um, he gets no more. He's, he's taken Kelsey from us. He's not going to take our family's love for each other. He's not going to take our lives away. He's not going to take away the joy of later on what we now have seven with an eighth grandchild on the way from my other children, those types of things, those are ours. And he doesn't get that. He gets no more. And, and so that was a conscious decision that the family made uh, that we actually sat down as a family and discussed it. The second conscious decision we made was that this is about Kelsey and that Kelsey, this should be Kelsey's story and, and not his story. And so we always go out uh, with that in mind. Kelsey Smith Foundation. That's one of the reasons it's out there is is to commemorate Kelsey's life and talk about the type of person she was. But then we also have our safety component. I speak all over the United States on uh, safety techniques, uh, safety awareness, um, being aware of your environment, those types of things, as well as I also go all over the United States and, and brief law enforcement. I do an actual case study on Kelsey's case. Wow. And we work with we work with states that have not yet passed the Kelsey Smith Act, which is legislation that uh, helps law enforcement find missing people through cell phones um, and um, talk to each each organization that I can in those states. And now 27 states out of 50 have a Kelsey Smith Act. To Dr. Tim Gallagher, the medical examiner for the state of Florida at pathcaremed.com. Dr. Gallagher, can you, for instance, in Kelsey's case, determine how long she's been dead? That's a good question, Nancy. Uh, Actually, there are excellent studies, especially some studies done by the University of Florida on the post-mortem interval. One especially that comes to mind was done by uh, Dr. Lyra Sutton. Uh, She came up with a formula that if you plug in temperature and a body temperature, ambient temperature, et cetera, you can come up with a very accurate post-mortem interval. You know, that's incredible to me, Dr. Gallagher. And I know you look at it as a forensic pathologist, as a medical examiner, but I'm looking at it 
from a crime point of view. And to you, Richard Trunt's PI with CrispinSpecialInvestigations.com, it's amazing to me and scary to me that all of this happened in such a short period of time. Kelsey was taken from the Target shopping mall. She, she came out with the bag on her way to her car. Her car was not that far from the door. And within a couple of hours, it was all over. And this young girl had been attacked and murdered just like that. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about the disappearance of Kelsey Smith and the death of Kelsey Smith, a gorgeous young girl, her father joining us. To you, Richard Trunks, statistically, isn't that typical that the kidnapping and the murder occur much more quickly than people realize? I think it is. It does, it does occur very quickly. Um, most cases, you know, they tell you if it's not solved in 48 hours, then, you know, trying to get these cases solved, as time progresses, uh, it comes a little bit harder. Um, but a lot of these cases do happen very quickly. And, you know, thankfully, there are good law enforcement officers out there that uh, I mean, know, preserve Trunks, uh, let me just cut the chase. What I'm saying is that minutes count. When you're starting to get to 36, 48, 72 hours, the likelihood that the victim is dead just r- rises, you know, exponentially. So when you're getting on to 12, 24 hours the likelihood the victim is alive is very low. Yes, that's true. You know, having law enforcement officers get to the person that got the phone call, getting the law enforcement out there to start doing uh, 
starting to talk to people. You know, that that's extremely important because they're multitasking. The officers are talking to other people. And in this incident, you have video from the mall. So right away, you have officers going over trying to secure video at the mall, in the parking lot. Um, so that's something that happens really quick. But, you know, you have to get out. you got to talk and interrogate the parents, where the call originated from, try to find out what happened right away. And as quickly as possible. Guys, take a listen to our friends at Investigation Discovery. They had a pretty solid case. They had him on the surveillance cameras. They had his fingerprints. I think the community was very ecstatic that they could wrap this up quickly. Part of his a plea agreement to avoid the death penalty was to give a full uh, confession. Edwin told me that uh, Kelsey was just a crime of opportunity. He'd been trolling Oak Park Mall all day. He was approaching ladies, asking them odd questions. He was looking for particular behaviors, and that's how he found her. Kelsey, unfortunately, was totally oblivious to what was going on around her, focused on shopping, talking to her mom, or she just wasn't paying attention to what was going on around her. Kelsey was just his opportunity. She was at the target. He thought um, she had nice legs and told Detective Miller that he thought she was 12 and that the evil just overtook him. Greg Smith, you're Kelsey's dad. He thought she was 12. A, that's a lie because he'd been following her driving around. And B, is that supposed to make it better that he thought she was 12? That would be a child attack and murder. Do you believe anything he said in his confession? No, it is rather incredulous that he would think that she was 12 years old when he followed her car into the parking lot. And um, we often uh, talk about that and how, how strange that is, that that description that you heard, that was actually my wife, Missy, talking about that. But um, you know what? You're right, Greg. Let's don't talk about him. To hell with him. Let's just get rid of him right now. Let's talk about Kelsey and what, if anything, we can do to help other people. That's what this book, Don't Be a Victim, Fighting Back Against America's Crime Wave, is all about. I start this chapter off with describing scenarios, real scenarios that I investigated, prosecuted, or covered. And in them is a story of Kelsey. I follow it up with pages and pages of tips for you to stay protected. For instance, mega parking lots and garages are a predator's playground. Pick a central spot, well lit, because somehow you lose track of time inside and it gets dark. The same goes for when you park on the street. Park where there are passerbys or hopefully even an attendant. Always note where you park. I now take a picture of it, especially at an airport or a big uh, parking deck. Look at it before you leave the store so you don't get out in parking deck number three or the green level and find out your car is not there at all. Isn't it true, Greg, that now so many cars have a fob with an emergency sound or a car horn on it? If you can't find it, 
tap it. Your car, your car should make a sound to help you find it more quickly. Have your keys ready. Once you're in the car, shut the door, lock it immediately, and don't be fumbling with your bags or your cell phone as you walk. Look in the back seat just before you get in the car because once you get in, if there's somebody back there, and I've worked with a lady that this happened to her and her children, if somebody's in the back seat and you're in the driver's seat, it's too late. It's over. Don't linger to look in as you open the door and get in, then look in. But I've got the consummate professional with me who has devoted his life to helping other people after what happened to his daughter, Kelsey. I've got pages and pages and pages of tips, Greg Smith, but I want to hear your tips. It sounds like you've been attending some of our training, Nancy, from your book. Um, all of that is, is fantastic. Um, I would say the two, two big takeaways uh, that people should have for personal safety is one is just being aware of their environment, what's going on around them. Uh, we get so caught up in what's going on on Facebook or Twitter as you're walking out in the parking lot and you've got your head buried in that cell phone, you've got no idea what's going on around you. Um, so that would be my first one. The second one is always let somebody know where you're going. And uh, I mean, if, you know, if you're running to the store, uh, you know, if I'm going to the store, I let Missy know, I say, Hey, I'm running to, you know, the price chopper or whatever. Um, if I stop somewhere else, I'll text her and let her know that that, or, or vice versa. She does that for me. Um, if at the very least, as in Kelsey's case, that's a starting point for an investigation. If somebody all of a sudden goes missing, um, and, and, you know, make no mistake about it with Kelsey's case, that's what it was. She just didn't come home on time. There wasn't video immediately available to, to figure out what happened. And even after the video was obtained, it wasn't obvious what had happened. There had to be some work done on the video to figure it out. Um, and so, I mean, it, all of a sudden she just didn't come home. There didn't, there wasn't any indication necessarily that a crime had been committed. So it was um, the fact that we knew where she was, the fact that she had these habits of letting us know when she changed location. Um, and um, the fact that it, it allowed us in a very short amount of time to say something's wrong. Something has happened. This is not normal. Behavior. Greg, let me tell you a couple of more of my tips. Always position your body to use your shopping cart as a shield or even a weapon. Laugh now, but thank me later. Use everything at your disposal, your pocketbook, your cell phone, the parking, the, the shopping cart. Keep it between you and everybody else. I know it sounds crazy, but it could save your life. Buy a mirror at a car wash or an AutoZone type store to, so that you can see all the way behind you, even if you have a minivan that you can see what's happening around your car. These are simple tips that anybody can follow. There are pages and pages of them in the new book, Don't Be a Victim. And before I sign off to Greg Smith, Kelsey's dad, tell us about your foundation, Greg. 
Well, the Kelsey Smith Foundation was founded exactly one month to the day after Kelsey's uh, death. And the purpose is to provide resources and education to uh, public organizations, schools, uh, lawmakers, whoever, um, about personal safety. And we have several different seminars that, that we offer um, at the foundation for that. And we also provide information about the Kelsey Smith Act, which was a law that was inspired by Kelsey, started in Kansas, which allows law enforcement to gain quick access to location information only of a cell phone if the person has been determined to be missing uh, or in danger of physical harm or death by law enforcement. The key to that is that the night that Kelsey went missing, we were on the phone constantly with her cell phone provider trying to find out if they could tell us where her phone was at. And they kept saying that they could not let us know because she was 18 years old, despite the fact that the phone was actually in Missy's name, my wife's name. They still would not give us that information. Um, the legal procedures were initiated to get that information, but it took three days to get it. Oh. In it. And by the time, by the time law enforcement got that information, it was late at night. They couldn't go out to the area, and so they had to wait till the next morning. They went out to the tower that last made contact with Kelsey's phone and found her body within 45 minutes. So you know, Greg, you know that and that is why you've got to have Find My iPhone activated, your tracking device on your phone activated. We have uh, Life 360. There's a million ways to stay safe, and please act on them. Nancy Gray's Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.